Hello and welcome to our first episode of Book Talk with Yunsu and Yul. The book we will talk about today is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. So how did you like the book, Yunsu? I really liked the book because it had a lot of central themes that connected to our world right now. I agree with what you said about how this book has a lot of themes that are connected to the social issues in our world today. I feel like it's a really good book to educate yourself about Black Lives Matter and to get a perspective of what people in Black communities are facing today. Yeah. Why don't we talk about the four elements of the book? Okay, so first, the characters. Star and Khalil are the main characters that contribute to the main problem of this book. And other characters that really build the story are Maverick, Lisa, Seven, Uncle Carlos, and Sekani, who is Star's family. And Chris, Haley, Maya, Kenya, King, who are friends. Flash outsiders. Yeah. So we can identify a few problems as the story progresses. We can clarify that there are many problems regarding racism in this book because I feel like the whole, we can identify it right away as we start to read the book because the first few chapters are about a officer shooting Star's friend, the main character's friend. And the reason why he was shot was he had a hairbrush in his car and what the officer allegedly thought was that the hairbrush was a weapon and he was going to bend over and grab the weapon. So that's why he shot Kalil and Kalil passed away. And that was what I would say the beginning of the whole problem and the whole climax of the book. We can also see the problems Star has with finding her identity and ethnicity, which Yunsu will talk more about how this becomes a theme later in the podcast. So in the beginning of the book, it introduces us to a party at Garden Heights, which is a black community. And this is where the problem starts. Star goes to a white-based high school, but where she lives is a black community. And she has to switch between two worlds where racism exists. One key event of this book was when Khalil was killed by an officer, as you mentioned before. And another key event was when Star was interviewed for a perspective of Khalil's death. So what do you think? I think that definitely the key event of this book was when Khalil was killed by the officer because that's how the problem and theme all develops inside the book. And that's what we are getting educated about inside of this book. And like you mentioned, another key event that I think um, is a key event or a climax in the book is when Star gets interviewed by the news reporter and I feel like that's a key event because she gets to finally show her perspective on the story and she's letting other people accept that Khalil wasn't the person who was trying to kill the officer it was the officer who just with no reason had killed Khalil. I also agree to what you said and I also think that the climax of the story actually happens in the beginning when Khalil dies. 
And also, Star plays a big part in the book, who starts off as a victim of racism, but later she stands up for herself and her community about her race. And this is why I believe the main theme of the hate you give is racial discrimination and also identity, because she tries to find her place in both a white-based school and her black community. And she grows a lot throughout this book. I agree that she grows a lot through this book. We see her as just like this girl who is really confused about who she should be. And towards the end of the book, we see that she's kind of chosen herself and she knows that who she represents as a person, which I feel like was a great part of the book. And to talk about the structure of the book, I think the structure of the book was quite interesting because it was obviously in chronological order, but she has a lot of throwbacks to her childhood, and that makes her think about a lot of things and kind of regrets and feels guilty about some certain things. And it's interesting to look at her childhood and connect to the things that are happening to her right now because she had two friends who passed away now and then, which kind of makes us connect to her and make her make us feel empathy for her. And something about the structure of this book is that she also kind of worries about how she should act in Williamson and Garden Heights, which kind of also makes the book a bit more interesting. And I think this because how we see Star acting Williamson is very different from what we see in Garden Heights. She acts more like polite and like a good student. I'm not saying she's a bad person, but I would say to fit in with the white children at Williamson, she doesn't try to say the things she would say at Garden Heights or talk about the things she would talk with her friends and family in Garden Heights. And in Garden Heights, she worries about being too white and being whitewashed by her friends in Williamson. And yeah, I feel like that's one of her many thoughts that she has in the book. Yeah, so what, I also think that it is organized in a chronological method. And a chronological method lets the reader view the picture of the story that the author tried to make. And it also lets the reader know why the character acted in a way and how they are all related. So in simple words, it will be cause and effect of the story. And to add, it helps the reader understand the foreshadow of the plot, like how events unfold and display would demonstrate the big picture that the author was trying to illustrate. I agree with what you said. So. I feel like the structure of the book was something that made the story a little bit interesting because usually in books, they have the key events or like the climax towards the end or the middle of the story. But in this book, we had it in the beginning, which made it a little bit more interesting to read about what happened towards the end and just makes the reader want to know more about this book. Uh, to talk about the theme a little bit more, I know that Yensu talked about theme and um, discrimination. Um, I wanted to talk about utilizing racial stereotypes. I felt like um, there was a lot of, um, I would say, situations where people are utilizing racial stereotypes in this 
book. And it comes from, I feel like this situation comes from one of Star's friends named Haley, who makes a lot of racial comments about people of color, their futures and their stereotypes. And it's kind of like, it's kind of reality and it shows what reality is, which makes it a good book because we don't want a book to be too fictional. And we can also see that students of Williamson are using or weaponizing racial protests as a benefit to get out of school. And it shows the lack of attention that racial stereotypes get rather than getting used as a beneficial tool and benefiting from these things so that they can be more happy rather than trying to help these stereotypes and to get rid of them. They're kind of just using them as a benefit for themselves. To conclude our book talk, I believe that one person's story can change the way we see the world by raising awareness through the central theme of this book and also standing in someone else's shoe by viewing the possibilities of other people's point of views. For example, in this book, even though it was mainly Star's perspective of the aspect of Kalosta, I believe that this can raise awareness of Black Lives Matter, which is happening in our society right now. How do you think? I think that this story can help us see the world in a different way and we can be more aware of the things and the things that are happening around us. So like Black Lives Matter, for example, which is related to this book, which will really let us see, especially us who are not in America and can't really see the discrimination happening. It helps us see what happens inside of American society and help us understand the things that they are facing. <laughs> Thank you and have a wonderful day.